Thanks for downloading a 3CR podcast. 3CR is an independent community radio station based in Melbourne, Australia. We need your financial support to keep going. Go to www.3cr.org.au for more information and to donate online. Now stay tuned for your 3CR podcast. Dirt Radio. Organic. Friends of the Earth. Activism. Underground. Political action. Necessary. Wind farms. Indigenous struggles. Land rights. Anti-nuclear. Nanotechnology. Climate change. Coal barons. Mining magnates. Activists. Educating. Communities. Transforming. Communities. Mobilising a sustainable planet. Get involved now. Friends of the Earth. Friends of the Earth. Friends of the Earth. Dirt Radio. Good morning, listeners, and welcome to another edition of Dirt Radio. Um, listeners may be familiar with the stings of that particular song. Um, if they were around last year, we had the wonderful Walk This Way um, event, which uh, saw us walk about uh, 10 to 12 kilometres around through the city, looking at all sorts of road projects that were going on and public uh, tra- transport infrastructure that could be improved upon. This year, Walk This Way is back. Hallelujah! Uh, So if you're ready to be a walking warrior and raise some money and help power our vital campaign work at Friends of the Earth, um, you can sign up right now at walkthisway.org.au. We'll be launching our new waste and consumption campaign and highlighting key issues around climate resilience, rising sea levels, plastic pollution on our beaches and in our oceans. So beginning at the picturesque Sandringham Cliffs and journeying 15 kilometres through the coastal communities who are most vulnerable to the impacts of climate change, we'll finish up with a community picnic at Cantony Gardens. Um, I believe that's how you said it. I'm not even sure. I've only seen it written down, to be honest. Um, on the St Kilda foreshore. So um, jump on to the interwebs right now at walkthisway.org.au. It's coming up later on in October, so you've got plenty of time to sign up now, um, start collecting sponsors, and start thinking about who you might form a team with to raise much-needed uh, monies for Friends of the Earth Melbourne and also have a fantastic day last year. Was tremendous fun. So you are on Dirt Radio and I'm your host, Phil Evans. We're coming at you live from 3CR Studios on the stolen wealth of the Kulin Nation. Um, big respect to all elders out there, past and present and emerging. And uh, we acknowledge here that sovereignty was never ceded on these lands. Today, I want to um, talk a little bit about forests. So, of course, listeners will know that we've been talking about how there was six months to make a difference. And shock horror, suddenly we're down to almost two months to make a difference. So the state election in Victoria is fast approaching. And we've been highlighting some of the campaign work going around the uh, state government issues in Victoria. We've had a look at energy justice with the Quick Coal Collective. We've looked at the Get On Board campaign to see more public transport infrastructure funded. And of course, (laughs) seeing the big announcements come out around that from our Sustainable Cities campaign. We've heard a little bit from River Country, who had a fantastic time uh, just recently out of... uh, uh, out at the Broken Hill Festival up in uh, Broken Hill. And um, so they're, they're around Threatened Species Day. So there's been a lot going on, but now we're going to zero in on the Forest Collective and have a bit of a chat with a couple of members of the Collective about what's been going on, 
What's been some of the highlights, um, especially the work around the Threatened Species Day that just passed, and also what's coming up in the near future? Um, Hang with me for a bit, and we'll get through our guests in just a moment. 3CR is in the running to receive nearly $100,000 to help us retrofit our station for greater accessibility. That means better handrails, doors, taps, ramps. And more to provide improved access for everyone. But we need your support. Do you live within 5 kilometres of the station at 21 Smith Street, Fitzroy? If you do, you're eligible to vote for us. Our project is part of the Victorian State Government's Pick My Project scheme. And you can jump online and vote for 3CR's Community Radio Accessibility Project by going to 3cr.org.au. It's only with your vote that we can receive this important funding to make our station more accessible. Think that in 2018 we would have come, we would have come a long way from 1936, and we would have learnt our lesson. We would have learnt that extinction is forever. But unfortunately, we continue to repeat the mistakes of the past. And in 2018, in Victoria, the policies of The people who occupy Parliament House, just over there, are continuing to drive iconic species that live in the forests of Victoria towards extinction. So... It was bitterly... Quiet, Ed. (laughs) So we were just hearing there from Ed Hill, who's one of the forest campaigners with the Friends of the Earth Forest Collective um, from a rally live just on Sunday around the Threatened Species Day. And um, about the... The Parliament is about to pass a law ending the ending Extinction Bill 2018. Um, we're going to talk about that and a little bit more with uh, a couple of my guests. Um, one is in the studio who is the wonderful Jordan Crook and the other one is on the phone who is Sarah Day. Good morning, Sarah. Good morning, Jordan. Morning. Thanks, Bill. Good morning. So, Sarah, I wanted to start off and just find out a little bit about both of you for our listeners um, and hear a little bit about how you got involved in the forest issue, Sarah. Yes, well, that was so long ago now. <laughs> it's difficult to pinpoint the, the thing that did it, but uh, something that I remember very clearly is going to East Gippsland the first time when I was about 20 years old um, and I had no idea... What I was in for, my friend just said, oh, I've got a, got a free minibus from RMIT, get on it and come to East Gippsland. So I went <laughs> um, and it was just mind-blowing for me. I'd never seen any forest like that. I didn't even know trees grew that big. Mm. Um, yeah, it was just like a fairyland, crazy neon mushrooms, the most beautiful creeks, clear creeks I've ever seen. And going on walks with the people there who were trying to protect the forest was amazing because you're not on a walking track. They just take you straight into the forest um, and know where they're walking and lead you through, and it's amazing. And then all of a sudden we came out and there's this huge, big, black, bulldozed area. Um, And I'd never seen anything like that before either, and it was the first time I saw a logging coop. And then we saw bulldozers smashing this incredible forest to the ground and yeah that's all it took for me to become 
completely hooked ever since on trying to stop that from happening. Yeah, just that. <laughs> sure. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah. And Jordan, is it a similar story for you or was there a different pathway into forest activism? Um, I guess uh, the forests that I do a lot of my work in up around Tulangi in the Central Highlands are kind of my backyard, being from the Dandenong Ranges and um, we had to learn about our state emblems at school. So the helmeted honey eater and the lead bitters possum and um, read the work of David Lindemayer and, and seen there was a crisis. And yeah, I guess you react to a crisis in different ways. And the way we reacted was to try and find the blockade that was happening at the time. But um, it had stopped and me and my mate Rob got stuck in a logging coop. That's how we found our first logging coop. <laughs> <laughs> So it it seems like, you know, like it's one of those things when you see the destruction that's going on, it feels that there's a, you have a compulsion to act. Um, and one of the ways that uh, you've both found yourself in the Friends of the Earth Melbourne Forest Collective, um, which has been pretty epic to watch grow over the last um, year or so under some amazing stewardship of some amazing people, um, what have been some of the highlights for you, Sarah, over the last couple of months? Wow, it's all been happening so fast and so much. It's Yeah, it's just a total highlight seeing so many amazing, dedicated people doing things non-stop. I just can't believe how many things they do. Um, so we organise things in the meeting like banner drops and stalls and um, actions at uh, politicians' offices and getting reports together on illegal logging and heaps of different things. And then beyond that, I'll hear about more things that happened on the weekend that I didn't even know were going to happen. It's just amazing. <laughs> and it seems like, yeah, people in the forest campaign especially are just totally obsessed with forests. So there's no uh, problem you know, trying to make people enthusiastic or anything or asking them if they want to join in stuff, they're, like, very gung-ho. So that's very inspiring. Sure. Um, and for you, Jordan, um, I mean, there's so many different aspects to the work that you can do um, around uh, protecting a forest, whether it be researching things, um, going out in the field and doing citizen science or um, some of the direct action stuff that Sarah was talking about. What What is your favourite uh, aspect of the work or what really gets you out of bed in the morning on the issue? Um, we seem to be getting a few results lately. Oh, the um, wins. The wins. <laughs> the wins are really helpful. Yeah, wins are good. The wins are really good. But um, just the, yeah, I was, I've been doing this a little while, not as long as most of the activists have been. But um, with the start of the Forest Collective of Foe, it's, it's really starting to be a movement and more and more people are joining than are leaving. So it's really starting to be a really powerful force mm. to be reckoned with. We work in Werribee or Mombolk, like we're everywhere. Everywhere they turn, we're there. <laughs> <laughs> Ominous words there. <laughs> and we're not going away. <laughs> sure. Um, I do want to talk about um, some of the things that have happened um, recently around the forest campaign. There's there's so much going on. Last week, um, we were talking a little bit about um, the lead up to Threatened Species Day um, and um, heard about some of the work going on up around Mount Borbore. But this weekend, um, the um, collective came together with uh, the Goonga Environment Centre and the Wilderness Society to present a particularly interesting action at Parliament House. Sarah, can you let us know what happened or just what the idea was there? 
Yes, well, there was thre- it was Threatened Species Day on Friday, National Threatened Species Day, so there was lots of events <laughs> around Australia. Uh, and on Sunday, the one that uh, uh, Gecko and Wilderness Society and FO uh, teamed up to do was called the Threatened Species Parliament. So there was around 100 people who came and they all uh, got a mask, a very lifelike mask, some very funny photos came out of the day um, of uh, every parliamentarian in Victoria um, and each parliamentarian had a threatened species that they were representing and we held our own parliament to pass the ending extinction bill because we thought that's what needs to happen on Threatened Species Day to actually help protect our species from extinction. Sure. So... Um that sounds terrifying, all those politicians. <laughs> Why are you making more? <laughs> and if that doesn't scare them into action, then I don't know what will. But <laughs> um, So on the day, uh, you say there were lots of species represented. Um, what were some of, I mean, people might be familiar with the Leadbeater's possum we uh, mentioned before, one of Victoria's um, fauna emblems. Um, what other species were there on the day? There's so many threatened species. There's um, still threatened species of whales. There's yeah, heaps of water creatures that we don't think about as much in streams and in the ocean. There's um, the bore frog. That's the I think the rarest um, threatened species in Victoria. There's hardly them, hardly any of them left in Mount Bore and they're logging their area as well. Um, yeah, there's the cute and cuddly ones that people know about, like the greater glider and the lead beater's possum, but there's there's also lots of other ones that are less fluffy that people are less familiar with. Sure. And what was some of the conversation like, Jordan? I mean, how did people represent those species? It was interesting. It was very interesting to be playing bad people. <laughs> and good, there's some good people there too. Who were you, Jordan? I was Tim Bull. Oh, and who are you, Sarah? Oh, I was doing social media. <laughs> oh, an important <laughs> role. Background roles are just as important. <laughs> yeah, it was. Um, it was. There was a few, um, few different types of media there. I know I was talking to someone from Monash University, um, who's making a segment for their university news that goes out on there through their campuses. Cool. So it was pretty cool, and they're like, "Oh, this is different," and it was a different kind of event than just holding a banner and yelling and stuff like I think it really engaged people and it's like oh we can be funny as well as serious <laughs> so there was a was a bit of humor going on uh, on the on the chamber floors of parliament definitely oh yes I don't think you can impersonate parliament without it being a bit of a joke it is a bit of a circus sometimes isn't it <laughs> yep Sure. So, um, I mean, there's a serious side to all this as well. I mean, there is like a, a lot of pressures on some of um, like uh, Victoria's threatened species. Um, what are some of the um, solutions that the Forest Collective see uh, moving forward from the state government? To protect threatened species? Yeah. Well, the number one useful thing they could do for forest species is to stop logging their habitat. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Seems an easy one. Simple solution, yeah. Uh, so the main problem for the forest species is loss of habitat from bushfires, which is getting exacerbated by climate change as our forests dry out. Um, but that's something that's hard to control uh, compared to logging, which is very easy to control. The government just needs to stop it from happening in threatened species habitat. Um, but they continue to log greater gliders constantly. Our citizens 
scientists are going out regularly finding greater gliders and uh, identifying them to the government and their habitat still gets logged. Shocking stuff. Like, you know, it's it seems very strange, as Ed was saying at the beginning of this piece, um, you know, it's 2018. <laughs> like, how have we not woken up to this? And to the, think the idea that we are... You know, um, you know, not just the greater glider, but those you're saying the Leadbeater's possum, like the Victorian fauna emblem. I mean, how can you log it to to extinction? It just seems absolute madness. It's total madness, and the Leadbeater's possum is supposed to be protected, but a lot of the time, people will go into planned or active logging coops and find them. Um, so they haven't been identified and they haven't been given the protection they were needed. And also, even when they do get protection, um, it's way smaller than scientists recommend for their survival. And at the same time, you've got other uh, political interests trying to get the Leadbeater's possum downlisted so it has less protection. Outrageous. Um, I want to talk in a bit about um, some ways that people can get involved, but I know that um, there are a couple of things coming up for the Forest Collective, um, including some uh, work um, up in Brunswick. Yes, we're very excited about Brunswick. It's great timing to have us on today, Phil. Thank you very much. Cause this <laughs> evening... It's like it was planned. <laughs> <laughs> we don't plan things through this <laughs> evening. Um, we're having our Brunswick Forest Campaign Action Meeting. Uh, very exciting to be launching the campaign in Brunswick and heaps of people are coming, local residents and Faux Forest Collective members and people from other groups who are teaming up with, including Victoria National Parks Association and Brunswick Friends of Forest. We're all meeting tonight um, at SiteWorks in Brunswick at 6pm and kick, kicking off our campaign a uh, big part of that is going to be letterboxing all of Brunswick. And people have already jumped the gun and started. They're quite excited about that. Uh, and we had people in Friends of the Earth yesterday bundling up 37,000 flyers. I did see that. It was um, particularly well orchestrated. It was like watching a very well choreographed dance. <laughs> it all happened so quickly. You blinked and you missed it. <laughs> That's beautiful. There was good treats. I think that's the key to a successful organising <laughs> meeting. Um, and then there'll be heaps of other stuff going on. People can get involved in doing stalls. We've got stalls coming up at Ceres, Brunswick Secondary College and Pachamama Whole Foods. We're having a vegan barbecue with those guys next Saturday. Yum! Yes, and we'll be hitting all the train stations and flyering um, and lots more things planned. Sure. And planning those things happens at uh, meetings that you guys have. How can people get involved with that, Jordan? Um, come to the Forest Collective meetings that happen every fortnight. I think it's the second the second week. Is it Sarah? Um, oh, it's every second week, That's so it. It, it can alternate. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But the next one is... <laughs> Did we have one last week? Yes. Yeah. The next one is not this Thursday, but the one after. Cool. I'll put up um, links so people can find that. And always, um, if you're ever looking for events associated with Friends of the Earth, you can always jump on to our Facebook page, which is facebook.com forward slash faux Melbourne. Um, and there's lots of stuff that um, happen um, around the network, um, even on Threatened Species Day, um, a couple of days just before our wonderful River Country campaign was saying uh, we're up at Broken Hill. 
with a wonderful drag performance on the dry riverbed, which um, has made um, quite a storm at that festival up there. It was fantastic. <laughs> so amazing. Front page news. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Cool. So, people, tonight um, at 6pm in Brunswick, people can come along to that if listeners are around in that area or want to get involved in the huge amount of work to letterbox out that area. Um, And I presume that's in context to the state election coming up in just over a couple of months. Absolutely. Yeah, so... Brunswick's um, a really great place for us to be and you don't need to live in Brunswick to help out. Um, You can just come and join in. Uh, with local residents and support them. Um, yeah, and there's so many ways to get involved. And there'll be a blog up on Friends of the Earth after the event um, to update everyone and what happened and tell you how you can get involved there. And another great thing to, if you want to get into the nitty-gritty planning is to join the Faux Forest Collective Facebook group because that's where hippie stuff happens. Cool. Get behind the seeds and uh, right in there. <laughs> yeah, right in there. Excellent. Um, I want to thank you both so much for coming on the radio show today. Um, Thanks, Sarah. Thanks, Jordan. Thank you. Thank you. No worries. Um, Always a pleasure to have you on Dirt Radio and we'll be updating more about what the Faux Forest Collective are up to over the next couple of shows as well as we focus in in the lead up to the state election to the wonderful work going on around forests in Victoria at Friends of the Earth Melbourne. We'll be back in just a moment. We know you love our 3CR Radical Radio t-shirts and so do we. They're a bargain at $20 for adults and $15 for kids and come in black, white, grey and a cool light blue. To nab one of these beauties, drop into the station at 21 Smith Street or order by phoning 94198377 or you can visit us online at 3cr.org.au forward slash shop. Come on, you know you want one. Hello, this is Dan Salton, and you're listening to 3CR Blackfellow Radio, Melbourne. That's right, you are on 3CR. This is Dirt Radio. We were just talking before with uh, Sarah Day and, uh, and Jordan from the Friends of the Earth Melbourne Forest Collective. Um, they were talking about um, their event tonight at a Brunswick Forest Campaign Action Meeting Siteworks, it's 33 Saxton Street in Brunswick, and it's on at 6pm tonight, so make sure you head on down and get involved. Um, The next Faux Forest Collective meeting is on September 20, upstairs at Friends of the Earth, so you can go along and start getting involved in the couple of months left push for the uh, state election, and then the bigger push to uh, end all logging, especially in beautiful old-growth forests. Irreplaceable they are in Melbourne, so um, important that we all get involved in that. Um, tomorrow night there is also our Waste and Consumption Collective are having a meeting. So if you're interested in moving beyond the uh, kind of 
personal change aspect of uh, dealing with waste and starting to deal with it from a systemic point of view, then this is the collective for you that's on at 6pm at Friends of the Earth, um, just above the food co-op in the sometimes secret to people mezzanine that we have. And of course, uh, the wonderful nukes campaign at uh, Friends of the Earth, the anti-nuclear clean energy nuclear free collective are still calling out for artists uh, for their fundraiser art auction, which is coming up soon. So um, the theme for it is Maralinga Pieces for Everyone Country Art, um, and it's going to be in October. Uh, so Friends of the Earth Nuclear Campaign um, holds their annual art auction in October every year, and they always are seeking creative contributions. Um, it's held in the week preceding the 66-year anniversary of the nuclear bomb tests at Maralinga, and the auction will commemorate this devastating event and celebrate decades of nuclear resistance while raising vital funds for the national nuclear-free campaign work that Friends of the Earth does. Um, they're welcoming artworks from all disciplines, and work is not restricted to the title theme. However, artists are welcome to submit a piece inspired by the theme if they wish. Uh, please get your piece in um, ASAP, so uh, before September 3rd, um, it's really important um, to do this because currently much of the work involves supporting traditional owners and local communities in the firing line for a national nuclear waste dump in South Australia and um, to fight the stop of development of uranium mines in West Australia. If you want to find out more, of course, head on over to the Friends of the Earth Melbourne Facebook page where you can see those events I just mentioned and even more because it is always busy around at FOE and we always want to see people come in because for us, it's all about people power. And why, Patty Smith? Because people have the power. See you in a couple of weeks. Coming up next is an Indigenous hip-hop show.